Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. It's time for another edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour taking your calls. We'll be talking about the Bible. We'll be praying for your prayer requests and just seeking the Lord for all of his goodness, all of his mercy, his grace, his power. God is powerful. God is awesome. And we are here to give him praise, to give him glory and to seek him out. So would you help me right now? And just uh, let's just pray and seek the Lord. Father, I thank you. I thank you for your glory, for your majesty, for all that you are. And I know, Lord, that, that you desire to bless your people. You des- Lord, I remember your word where it says that you delight in the prosperity of your people. You, you delight in bestowing gifts upon your people. And I pray, Lord, that you would give us the gift tonight of your presence, that you would lift us up into your presence tonight, that we would experience you tonight in a special way, that there would be prayers answered, Lord, that there would be light given, Lord, in your truth, and that all would be done according to your will, according to your purpose, for your glory and for your honor. So I just pray that your blessings would be upon each and every listener tonight. And we thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, take over. You are welcome in this place, to do all that you desire to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We'll be with you for the next hour. This is a live program. Yes, I know it's 12 midnight, Saturday night or Sunday morning, however you look at it, but we are live. We're here in studio in Glendale, California, and we just thank God for the opportunity of being with you tonight. And we thank God for for, for you, for for, for giving your time, whether you're ending your day or just starting your day, thank you for, for listening and thank you for tuning in. So uh, if you want to call in tonight with a Bible question or a prayer request, you know, we stand in the gap. We want to stand in the gap with you for your prayer request for what whatever's going on in your life. You know, the Bible tells us, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We can rest in the assurance 
that he desires us to come to him in prayer. He desires you to come to him in prayer. But we need to pray. You need to pray. And that all begins with you picking up that phone and dialing one 995 Call in tonight with your prayer requests. Let's pray together. Let's pray as a family. Let's, let's pray as the body of Christ. And everybody listening will be praying with us for your prayer request, for whatever's on your heart tonight, whatever you want to bring before the Lord. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if there's a loved one, a family member, or somebody you know who's in the hospital or sick or going through whatever, call in tonight and let's pray. The number is one 995 That's 1-888-995-5552. You know, the Bible also tells us to study and show yourself approved, a workman who would be adequately equipped for every good work. You know, if there's a question on your mind tonight, a Bible question, a comment, something you want to talk about tonight and get a better understanding, the answer is in the Word of God. The answer to your question is in the Word of God. So I would encourage you, call in tonight uh, and and ask your question, whether it's on the the Bible, Christianity, uh, church doctrine, uh, theology, uh, the cults, the occult, whatever's going on, whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever question is you want to pose tonight, let's look it up. Let's see what the Word of God says. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. And I can see the board is lighting up, so we'll get to your calls in just a few few seconds. Uh, I just want to give a couple more announcements. Uh, as always, I want to remind you that we have a prayer meeting every Friday night. So uh, we, we'd love to invite you to come out and join us for our prayer meeting slash Bible study. We've really been getting into the Word lately. Uh, we're doing a 16-week uh, study on the Gospel of Mark, and we've been really having a, a great time in the Lord's Word. So if you'd like to come out and uh, on a Friday night, I know, I know, it's Friday night, you'll, you've got other plans, but what's better than being in the house of God for worship, for prayer, and for the study of his word? So if you'd like to come out and visit us, if you'd like to come out and join us, we'd love to have you out in Arcadia. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia uh, every Friday night at 8 p.m. So come on out. Come on out and join us. And and having said that, uh, our next meeting will be September the 1st. Uh, I'll be going into the hospital uh, this week. I'll be doing a, a, a surgery. Uh, we're doing a surgery. So I'll be having surgery on Wednesday. So keep me in prayer. That's my prayer request for you guys, for all the listeners. Keep me in prayer this week. Uh, I'll be doing a surgery on, uh, on uh, Wednesday. So we're going to uh, skip next Friday, but we'll be back September the 1st, God willing, we'll be back September the 1st in uh, prayer, worship, and doing our Bible study. So that's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia every Friday night except for next Friday at 8 p.m. Also, uh, church service, the church I go to is right there at 805 North 1st Avenue. Uh, It's the Hills Church, and tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, uh, we're having service, so we want to invite you to, to come out and visit or come out and, and worship with us uh, 10 a.m. Sunday morning. And tomorrow we'll be having a very special speaker. Uh, his name is Bill Weiss, 
and he wrote the book uh, 23 Minutes in Hell. So it'll be interesting to hear uh, what uh, what Bill Weiss has to say, and 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 uh, you know, uh, he, in his uh, in his uh, book, he says, uh, even if you don't believe my story, uh, uh, come in and hear what I have to say, or something like that. I'm paraphrasing, of course. So come out uh, tomorrow morning or this morning at 10 a.m. 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Pastor Walter Hoffman is the pastor there. And uh, if you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home, come out uh, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Also, uh, I want to remind you that we're on podcast, so if you've missed the program, uh, you can always catch up on podcast. We're uh, at kkla.com. You know, you can uh, get us through the uh, internet or you can download the app on your uh, smartphone or your uh, iPad or iPod. Uh, Download the... uh, the KKLA app, and then you can uh, listen to all the programs here at KKLA, and you can visit us on pod- podcast. Look for the podcast page, and you'll see us, the Gypsy Christian Hour. So if you've missed the program or you'd like to share the program with somebody, and let somebody know that we're on podcast. So with that, we're going to go to our phone calls. Oh, no, no, no let's, let's pray. Let's pray. We have some prayer requests. <coughs> let's, go, let's go to our prayer requests. Um, I got a phone call from uh, Jimmy and Nancy. And uh, Nancy's going to be going for, uh, to the doctor this week. Or she's going to be starting chemotherapy. So we want to pray for, for Jimmy Argentino and Nancy. We also want to pray for, for many who's also going to be starting uh, chemotherapy and radiation. We want to pray for, for Eric in Houston. And also Mara Paolo Yanko on Hospitali. So we want to just pray for Yanko. So keep these, in, keep these prayer requests in mind as we pray. Mugodad. So I just pray for every prayer request, Lord. Everyone who calls tonight, and especially these, who, who asked for prayer. Lord, I pray for Jimmy and Nancy, for many. Lord, as they go for chemotherapy, that you would use, Lord, the, the wisdom that you've given to doctors and the medicine that you provide. I just pray a special blessing, Mugodel, for Yanko, Mugodel. We know what the doctors say, we know what the doctors' reports are, Mugodel. But it's ultimately in your hands, Mugodel. So we pray for these prayer requests. We pray for your people, Mugodel. We pray for your children, your blessings, your healing, your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And like I said, with that, we're going to go to our prayer to our uh, to our phone lines, and you can call in tonight. We've got a couple of lines that are still open, so call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two, and that's for your prayer requests, for your Bible questions, for praise reports, whatever's on your mind tonight. Give give us a call and let's pray and let's seek the Lord. That's one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two, and we'll, with that, let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to. Let's talk to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sam. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Sam, I have a question. What does the Acts two thirty eight mean? When Peter said, "Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit." How do you get baptized in Jesus' name? Well, Acts Acts two thirty eight. That's an that's an awesome question. It's a, it's a controver- You know, yes. it's, it's a controversial um, 
scripture because the United Pentecostal Church uses this uh, this scripture to emphasize that you have to be baptized in Jesus' name and Jesus' name alone. Uh, that's why they call them the Jesus-only cult, uh-huh. uh, because they say that unless you're baptized in the name of Jesus, that you're not saved. But look at what Peter says. You know, and remember, this is the first real preaching that's going on in, in, in Acts. They've just been baptized in the Holy Spirit. They've spoken in tongues, and people are hearing them speak in different languages, and they're speaking about all the miraculous works of God, and everybody's just in, 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 in awe. And the, the preaching that, that Peter gave, uh, it's, the Bible says, it pierced their hearts. And now when they were pierced, they were, they were pierced in the hearts, and he said, what shall we do? And Peter said, repent, repent, uh-huh. and each one of you, be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You know, he's saying repent, and repentance here, repentance is the, is the main thing. He's saying repent from your sins, uh, believe in Jesus Christ, whom you crucified. He said it earlier, you did this Christ whom you crucified. So he's saying repent, repent and believe. And being baptized in the name of Jesus is being baptized in the authority of, of the work that he did on the cross. He suffered on the cross to forgive our sins. He was the sacrifice that we could, he gave the sacrifice that we could never give. So he sacrificed himself, and then he showed that he had victory over sin and death when he was raised from the dead on the third day. So he's saying, repent and believe in Jesus Christ. And then because of your belief, because of your repentance, get baptized. Now does it mean you have to be, is there a certain formula? Because in Matthew uh, uh, Jesus said, uh, go out and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So yeah. we get baptized uh, in the authority of, of Jesus Christ through the work that he did on the cross, but we never leave the Father out, we never leave the Holy Spirit out, because God is a triune God. He's a, the, 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 the God is a trinity. He's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But in the authority of Jesus Christ, you know, uh, in the I'm sorry, in the name of Jesus Christ, you know, it doesn't mean that unless you're baptized in that specific name, you're not saved. I mean, uh-huh. uh, there, there's no, there's nothing in Scripture that teaches that. This is a, this is something he's he's talking about uh, uh, belief and faith and repentance. Now remember also that he's speaking to Jews. These were all believers in the in, in the in the Jewish religion because they were there for the day of for, for Pentecost. This was fifty days after Passover. So he's talking to Jews and the Jews are already familiar with God the Father. They're already f- familiar with with the with the Shema. Behold, O Israel, the Lord thy God is one. So they know about God the Father and they know about the Holy Spirit. They're familiar with the Father and the Spirit and now and now Peter is introducing them to the third, to the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So that's why he's emphasizing be baptized in the name of Jesus, because they need to believe in Jesus. They need to believe in, in, in the Messiah, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the so second they, person of the Trinity. So they need to believe in Jesus' death and resurrection? Absolutely. He just preached to them. Earlier in this, in, the, in Acts the second chapter, he preached to them yes. the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He's introducing them to the Messiah, to Jesus Christ. Okay, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit after that, right? Absolutely. As soon as a man is born again, 
as soon as anyone is born again, they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes and lives in the believer. Amen, Eric? What does the Romans 10.9 says? Romans 10.9? Yes. It says it, uh, in, in Romans 10.9, it says that you should believe, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is is uh, is risen, or is that what you're saying? Lord. Is Lord. Yeah, believe in, yeah, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and you will yes. be saved. It says if you confess with your mouth Jesus yes. as Lord and believe in your heart. Again, the emphasis, on, the emphasis is on belief and faith believe. in Jesus Christ. Yes. For with the okay. for with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. Yes. Amen. Okay, but uh, one more question, Sam. Sure. These demonic voices are bothering me, harassing me, but they they're not doing anything to me. Well, they can't do anything to you. They they can they can you know you can get uh, 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 thoughts. You can get in. You can be influenced, but they can't do anything to you. Uh, and, and and let me ask you, Eric. Do you hear audible voices, or this these things that thoughts in your mind? These voices, these voices tell me good things and bad. But is it is it something you hear in your ears, or is it something that's in your mind, in your thoughts? It's in my it's in my mind. They it's come in your from okay. Well, that's yeah. the way. The, that's the way the enemy works. He will try and influence you through your thoughts. He'll try and plant thoughts, but we defeat those thoughts through the Word of God. You know, when yes. when when Satan tempted Jesus, he was actually physically there. Well, not physically. He was in. You know, because Satan is a spirit, but he was actually Satan. there speaking to Jesus, and Jesus defeated yes. him with the Word of God. So, if Jesus can defeat Satan literally with the Word of God, we can also defeat Satan. When we know the Word, when we know what God says, when we know His promises, when we know the truth, we defeat uh, 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 the enemy with that. You know, the Bible tells us to put on the full armor of God, and one piece of the armor is the helmet of salvation, and the helmet was to God, the helmet was to protect your head. The helmet was to protect your brain, and your thoughts are in your brain. So put on the helmet of salvation. You know that you're saved. You know that you've been saved, and he cannot influence you. He cannot harass you. He cannot do anything to you. These thoughts cannot do anything to you. You know, know, we we don't give in to those thoughts. We don't listen to those thoughts. We listen to the Word of God. What if I call on an angel? Can they take him out from here? Well, you can call on God. You know, we call on the Lord to protect us. We call on the Lord to put a hedge of protection around us, which he does. And we ask him to send his guardian angels. You don't pray to an angel. You don't ask anything from an angel. You when you You make your Michael the Archangel. No, you make your request to God. You, we, we, we make our request to God. We pray to God. We pray to, you know, we pray to the Father. Through Jesus Christ, in the power yeah. of the Holy Spirit, and yeah. when you when you do when you pray like that, and when you depend on Him, He will come through every time, Eric, and He will He will rescue every time from every thought. You know, uh, okay. Corinthians tells us that no temptation comes unto man that is uncommon, but with each temptation He gives us the power to resist the way of escape. Amen. Okay. Amen. Okay, Eric. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Thank you, son. Good night. Good night. And with that, we're going to go to our next caller. But if you have a question like Eric or if you have a prayer request, you can call in tonight. The number is one 
We've got two open lines, and uh, we're going to go to we're going to take our calls. So, Marcus, Shawnee, Jeremiah, Jeffrey, Miranda, we will get to each one of your calls. So, just give me uh, just 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 be patient, and we'll get to each and every call. The next caller, we're going to talk to Shawnee. Hi, Shawnee, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, praise the Lord. I would like to. Um, my prayer request is for favor. I was submitted for a job. And I would just like to um, have prayer for favor. And then um, I would like to have prayer for my marriage just to be protected protected from the wickedness that is attempting um, to, to sabotage my marriage. Amen. Amen. Well, Father, we come before you. And Lord, we just stand in that gap, Lord, for Shawnee. Lord, that you would grant her favor with this job, Lord that you would give her the job, the opportunity, Lord, that you have chosen for her, that you've preordained for her, Lord, that she would have a place of prosperity, Lord, that she would have a place to be productive, Lord, that she would do according to your word, Lord, that she would, that, Lord, she would, that you would order her steps, Father, that you would use her in this place of work, Lord, to be a shining beacon, Lord, a light unto the darkness, Lord, that you would use your relationship with her, Lord, to just influence others, Lord, to come to the cross and to be saved, Lord, that she would be an example, that she would be, Lord, just a, a witness for your glory, for your power, and for all the good things that you've done for her and that you're doing for her, Lord. So I pray that if this is the career, if this is the job that you've that you've chosen for her, Lord, that you would give her favor with the uh, with the with the organization, with the company, Lord, and that she would be blessed in this job, and that she you would use her for your kingdom. And I just pray for her marriage, Lord, that you would put the hedge of protection around her marriage, Lord, and just protect them both, Lord, from evil influences, Lord, and that they would grow in the grace and the knowledge of who you are, Lord, that they would just just be one. Lord, you said that in John 17, Lord, that you desire us to be one the way you and Christ are one. So I just pray, Lord, for Shawnee and her marriage, for this job opportunity, we pray that, pray that everything would be done according to your purpose and according to your will and for your glory, Lord, yes. in Jesus' name. In amen. Jesus name. Amen. Thank you. God bless much. you, Shawnee. God bless. Good night. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. How you doing? Hello, Jeremiah. You there? Okay, well, I'm going to put Jeremiah on hold. And we'll go back to him in just a second, but let's talk to, let's, now let's talk to Marcus. Hi, Marcus, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, how are we tonight? Doing okay. Good, good. Um, I have a prayer request and then like two Bible questions. Okay. okay. Let's deal okay, with the prayer, prayer request. request. Let's deal with the prayer request first. Let's put that first. Okay. Uh, prayer request is for, one is for everyone else that, that's calling in for prayer requests. Um, and secondly, I've been backsliding mm-hmm. a lot, and I think the primary reason why is because uh, I want to pray to get some type of indication on what God's will is for me. Uh-huh. I don't believe that we're here in vain. We're here for a purpose, for, for God's will, and I just need to know what mine, mine is. Mm-hmm. Let's pray. Father, I just pray for for Marcus, Lord. I'm praying, Lord, that you would just bless him, Lord, to give him a direction, to give him guidance, Father, 
that your perfect will would be accomplished in his life. Holy Spirit, I pray your infilling, your overflow filling, Lord, to Marcus, Lord, that he would have strength and power, that he would have all that you desire him to have. Lord, that there would be direction and guidance in his life, and that you would that you would do all that you desire to do. And Father, we just pray for each and every caller tonight, for each and every prayer request, that your will would be accomplished, that your will would be done, that your power would be seen, felt, and experienced. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So what's your, what are your questions, uh, Marcus? Um, one is I was going to a church where people were and I don't know if it's wrong for me to judge, uh, but they said they were speaking in tongues, but I thought that speaking in tongues was something that was like a gift given uh-huh. to somebody. Because I, I forgot what scripture says. It says some of you will speak in tongues, some will prophesy, some will minister, some will pastor. And if it's a gift, then is it right that at this church I was going to where people were just doing it? By uh-huh. utterance. So what? What is your? What is exactly is your question about speaking in tongues? Is it a gift or is it something that man has to like invoke? No, you don't invoke the speaking in tongues. The speaking in tongues is a gift. Uh, we just read uh, Acts chapter two when the, the 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 apostles and the disciples were praying in the upper room. God sent the Holy Spirit and baptized them in the Holy Spirit, and they spoke in tongues. Paul tells us uh, in Corinthians that, the, uh, that, the, the, that speaking in tongues is a gift. It's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So it's a gift that God gives to believers to empower them, to enhance their prayer life, you know, and also it's, uh, it's used in prophecy. You know, somebody will speak, stand up and speak in tongues, and it's considered a, a prophetic utterance when it is interpreted, uh, but it's to be done in an orderly way. You know, you can't uh, a church. You know, shouldn't be overdone with speaking in tongues, where everybody's just speaking in tongues. That's that's not that's not uh, biblical. It's not correct for the church just to be totally involved in speaking in tongues. In church, there should be one. You know, if, if there's an, a prophetic utterance, one person should be speaking. And then another person should be giving the interpretation. You know, you can pray in tongues, you can sing in tongues, because, and that's considered a devotional tongue. There are two types of tongues. One is congregational, where I just told you the, the, the example where one person speaks and another person gives the interpretation. And then there's devotional tongues, where it's between the believer and the Lord, where we speak to the Lord in, 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 in tongues. Uh, it says the Spirit will uh, give us utterance to speak in tongues and to pray to the Lord. The, the, the Spirit knows what we need more than even we know what we need, and the Spirit will pray through us or will sing in tongues in worship, uh, and that those are devotional tongues. But I don't believe a church should be, uh, all the congregations should be speaking in tongues at once because that leads to a lot of uh, 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 unbiblical things that should, shouldn't be going on in church. Okay. Thank you, I just didn't want to feel like I was judging and well, not have any type of physical foundation. Well, you know, we are, you know, wrong. we are to to judge according to the Word of God. You know, 
we're not judging. We're 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 co- we're uh, comparing or we're uh, examining things that go on by the word of God. And if something is biblical, then we hold to it. If something is unbiblical, then that's something that's something we should separate from. So does that make sense, Marcus? Absolutely. Thank you. That that answered. So I, I was right in leaving that. So. And pray, right pray for them. Pray for the pastor that the Lord would lead them, and pray for that church. Did you have another oh, question, or was that it? No, the second one is, uh, and I, and I'll hang up and just listen to you after I ask it because there's sure. other people that want to talk and or prayer requests and questions. But, sure. Uh, it says faith comes through hearing. Uh, just your your thoughts on exactly how I should interpret that first. Well, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the words of Christ. <clears throat> we uh, we grow in our faith. We go. We grow in our knowledge. We grow in our relationship with God when we uh, study the Word of God. When we hear the words of Christ. When we allow the Word of God to penetrate into our heart uh, and, and and make a, an impact in our life. You know, uh, David said, "I have hidden Thy Word in my heart that I might not sin against You." So we grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ when we hear the words of Christ, when we hear the words of God, when we when we study the Bible. So that's you know, faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of Christ. And that would be uh, what I would say about that. You know, the, the the word tells us that we are to study to show ourselves approved. That we're to be adequately equipped for every good work. You know, and and that's how we grow in God. That's how we grow in our Christian faith, and that's how we grow in the Lord. When we study the Word, when we're in a relationship with Him, when we're seeking a deeper relationship with Him in the Word and in and in prayer. So with that, let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Jeffrey. Hi, Jeffrey. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hey, how are you doing today? Doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. My prayer request is that I have a job interview, and I heard the young lady early today that you prayed for for her job interview. It's for her to be a bus driver. And um, uh, another prayer request is to pray for our president. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to laugh, but well, he's got he's you know he's he's under a lot of pressure, and you know the Bible tells us to pray for for those in authority in government. So Father, I just you, thank you. I thank do you. you. Think I have one more question. Do you think he's saved? Do I think he's saved? I don't, you know, <clears throat> he claims to be a Christian. Oh, he, I didn't know that. Yeah, he claims to be a Christian. Uh I I think he claims to be a Christian. I know <laughs> he I, I and and you know, he 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 mentions scripture and he mentions the Lord uh, and oh. he, and he and you know one thing I like about about the president um, uh-huh. is that he surrounded himself with a lot of evangelical Christian men. You know, oh, uh, yeah, uh, I know that uh, one of his uh, during the campaign, somebody he looked to to advice was Robert Jeffers uh, from uh, from Texas, and he's a he's a renowned speaker and pastor, and he's a man of great character. And I know oh. he was counseling uh, uh, the uh, the president, and also Mike Huckabee is somebody else oh. that uh, that has been involved with with, with President Trump. And I oh. know that he's uh, he surrounded himself with many uh, evangelical Christians, and I know that they have a Bible study. Uh, oh, oh uh, he goes to Bible study. I believe he does. There's a I know that there's a I know there's a cabinet <laughs> Bible study. 
that goes oh. on. So I hope I, I I I hope and I pray that his relationship mm-hmm. with the Lord is strong, yeah. and I, I pray yeah. that he's saved, and right. I pray that uh, that he leads this country uh, back to uh, a, a more uh, Christian based uh, way of of doing things. You know, we yeah. we, we have suffered. <clears throat> we suffered for eight years with with, with lack of uh, any type of Christian influence. I think in the White House, mm-hmm. yeah. where the president, the previous president, wouldn't even go to the National Day of Prayer. Uh, he never. I don't think he ever attended the National Day of Prayer. So who, who Obama? He never went to a thing. I don't think he ever went to a National Day of Prayer. So, what? Yeah. So let's just pray. Let's 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 okay. pray for your prayer request and let's pray for the president. So, Father, yeah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for Jeffrey, and I thank you, Lord, for his desire to to work. And I pray for this job interview. I pray for this potential career, Lord, as a bus driver, Lord. So I just pray, Father, that you would open the doors that you desire him to pass through, Lord, that you would order his steps, and that you would give him grace and favor, Lord, with the job interview and and, and with all that he desires to do, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, if this is where you want him to be, that he would be there, Lord, and that he would be serving you and serving the people, Father. And I pray, Lord, for another servant. I pray for President Trump, Lord, and his cabinet, and all the, uh, the the those who influence him, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would just lead them and guide them, Lord, for the direction of this country, Lord. That we would do that we would be as First Chronicles seven fourteen says, Lord, that if your people would repent and turn from their wicked ways, that you would hear their prayers, Lord. So I pray, Lord, that this country would repent, that we would turn back to you, Lord, and seek your desire, your will for this country in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, Jeffrey. Thanks a lot, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for the call. God bless. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Aris. Hi, Aris. You're on the air. How can we? How can we help you tonight? Um, I just need a prayer um, because uh, I'm stuck in a slothful state, and I need to get out of it. Okay. You're stuck in a what? Slothful state. Oh, slothful state. Okay. Well, Father, we pray against laziness we pray against slothfulness lord because lord that's not you that's not what you desire for us you desire for us to be productive lord you, you desire us to be active lord you told us lord to study your word to come to you in prayer be anxious for nothing but in all things through prayer and supplication Lord, to be anxious to come to you in prayer, to be anxious to study your word, to be anxious to do your will. Lord, that we would not lay back, Lord, and be lukewarm, Father, but that we would burn with the fire of the Holy Spirit, that we would be zealous, Lord, for your work and your desire and all that your, that all that your will has for us in this life, Lord. So I just pray for Aris, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would fill him, Lord, that your, that, that, that the hunger of God would burn in his heart, Lord, that you would, that he would have a hunger for you, a thirst for you, Lord, that he would look to you in everything, Lord, and that you would give him the power and the ability, Lord, to go out and work and to do all that you desire him to do. Father, whatever your will is, Lord, reveal it to him, Father, and give him that desire, Lord. Give him that hunger, that burning desire to accomplish all that you desire to do in his life. And we pray according to your will, your purpose and your plan for him, in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' name. Thank you, sir. God bless you, Harris. Bye-bye. Let's go back to the phone lines. We're gonna, and if you'd like to call in tonight, I haven't given you the phone line, the, the number for a while. If you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, if you have a Bible question, call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 
1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552. We've got time for a few more calls, so let's talk to the, let's go to the phone and talk to Lonnie. Hi, Lonnie. You're on the air. How can hey, we be Sammy. of help tonight? How can it be of Lonnie! Oh, man, I recognize that <laughs> voice. How are you, my friend? I haven't heard from you for so long. Yes, Sammy. <clears throat> yeah, it's been a while. I tuned into the radio tonight, and I heard, uh, and it's just, there's a story about a shoemaker uh-huh. that uh, has holes in his shoes because he never has time to fix his own shoes, <clears throat> right. paraphrasing it. I'm reminded of that story, Sammy, when you mentioned to pray for you that you're going to, to the hospital for a procedure. To call in tonight to pray for you because I, Thank too, you. like you, my brother, very seldom ask people to pray for me. And it's something we should always do to pray for our, our people that are serving God because they're in the front lines of battle. I'm listening tonight to the callers about the being baptized in Jesus' name and uh-huh. speaking in tongues and I'm reminded about 30 years ago when I used to ask those questions myself. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and God has continued and will continue, Sammy, to use you guys in a mighty, mighty way. Let's pray. I want to pray thank for you, Lord. Sammy, please. Thank you, Lord. Mordell, Buddha, I thank you, Mordell. That's the sound glory, the sound honor, Mordell. Therefore, I lift up Sammy and thank you, Mordell. I stand in the gap, Mugodil, and I ask Mugodil, complete healing for this day, Mugodil. There is Mugodil Sotopoulos, Bacha, Hodina, cast away, Mugodil, all fear, and let them know, Mugodil, that even though the doctors are there, you're controlling all things, Mugodil. Yes, Lord. I pray for his family, Mugodil. Dere, Mugodil, Bacha, Hodina, Mugodil. Thank you, Lord. A sound, peace, mind, Mugodil. And I pray, devil, that you provide, Mugodot, for the needs of the ministry, Mugodot. Yes. It's very seldom that we go on ask people, and yet you somehow, somewhere, Mugodot, you've been using Sammy now for over 30 years on this radio station, Mugodot. I'm a living witness to the good work that he's done, to the seeds that he planted, Mugodot. That it bear much fruit, Mugodot. That you continue, Mugodil, to work the work, Mugodil. Yes, Lord. And then I also pray, Mugodil, for Nick Loud. I heard he was in the hospital tonight, Mugodil. And Lord Jovaspi, yes, Lord. I pray, Devil, for the people that Sammy mentioned, Mugodil, Jimmy and Nancy, Mugodil. Yes, Lord. We pray for Walter, Yes, Lord. Walter, too, Mugodil. Yes. Also pray, Devil, for Ricky, Mugodil. All these bad things are happening, Mugodil. I pray for Manny, Mugodil. Yes, Lord. All these people have been used by you in a mighty way, Mugodil. And I pray, Lord, that you continue, Mugodil, to use them. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Mugodil. I thank you for Sammy. Thank I you, thank Lord. you for this radio station. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, first, Lonnie, I'd like to thank you for your prayer. I appreciate that. And uh, I'm hoping that you and many others will keep me in prayer this week. Yes. And I want to. I want to just to 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 mention. I, I know you you've heard of the the Bible study, the prayer meeting on Friday nights. I hope you'll join us sometime. Come out when you get a chance to Arcadia, and uh, Sammy. 
it's the summertime, you know, yeah. the bad time for I me. I know you're working. Uh, but Lord willing, I sure would like to get involved. I'd love I, to I see need, you out there. It'd be a good time of I fellowship. Need to I'd love to see you. I have that fellowship. I need to yeah. have that steel sharpened steel. Amen. Amen. One thing I'd like to encourage, you know, the people that are listening. You know, we believe, Sam, in the whole counsel of God. We believe in the whole Bible. We don't pick a raisin, but we believe in the whole counsel of God. And I want to encourage people out there to read that Bible, because it is the living word. It is the truth. Amen. I thank you, my brother. It's always a privilege to talk to you. And keep me in prayer that God will make a way that I may attend that Bible. Amen. Amen. Lonnie, I got to tell you, it was, it's great hearing your voice. Thank you for the call tonight. You, thank you for the prayers. God, God bless. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we'll take one more call. Let's talk to Dottie. Hi, Dottie. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Thank you very much. Okay. I just got a, a, a call that my granddaughter had a terrible automobile accident oh on the freeway. Her name is Dina. And would you just please pray that oh, yes. Not yes, yes, yes. Lord, I just, we come to you urgently, Lord. Yes. We come to you with this prayer request, and we ask your protection upon Dina, Lord. Father, we just ask, Lord, that your angels protect her that your angels would God, oh, guard over her, Father. If she's, if there's any type of injury, Lord, that you would heal her miraculously, Lord. Lord, that you would fill her with your Holy Spirit, Lord, yeah. and that you would do abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask, Lord. We just pray for her, Lord, that you would keep her safe, Lord, that she would get through this without any injury, Lord, that this would be something, Lord, that, that, that we would glorify you and praise you no matter what, Lord. But we ask, Lord, for, for, for this child, Lord. We ask for this, for this loved one, Lord. We ask, Lord, your blessing, your favor, Lord. And I pray for Dottie, Lord, that you would give her the peace of God, that you would guard her heart and her mind, Lord, that she would rest in you knowing, Lord, that you're in control and that all things will come to good for those who are called according to your word, according to your purpose, Father. Lord, you'll work this out, Lord. Lord, I pray, Father, that everything would be well in Jesus' name. Thank you very Amen. much. God bless you. Good night. God bless you, Dottie. Oh, praise the Lord. It's uh, 1242, and you know we're going to go to our study. As I've been saying, we've been studying the Gospel of Mark. And uh, last, last night we did the uh, seventh chapter, and uh, we just wanted to go through a few things tonight. You know, uh, in, in the Gospel of Mark, in the seventh chapter, it opens with the Pharisees. And it says, The Pharisees and some of the scribes gathered around him, Jesus, when they had come up from Jerusalem. So we see that some Pharisees and some scribes from the, from the, from the temple, they came up to where Jesus was, and I believe he was still in Capernaum. And this was not a, a simple journey. This was not a, a walk around the block. It took some time to get up from there. So they specifically came up to see Jesus. And uh, they came from Jerusalem to try and trap him in some type of false teaching, some type of blasphemy. Because I, I read in, in, I was reading in the New American Standard, but when I went to the in the Living Bible, it says, one day some Jewish religious leaders arrived from Jerusalem to investigate him. So they were investigating Jesus. They were looking at Jesus. They were putting him under a microscope and, and checking out everything that he had to say. 
And it says that they noticed, they'd seen that some of his disciples were eating their bread with impure hands. That is, unwashed hands. It's not that their hands were dirty, but that they were considered impure. They were considered defiled. Something that they they, they, they had been in the world or they'd been in the market, they'd been uh, touching things or whatever that were considered impure. And the the, the, the Pharisees had a, a tradition of washing their hands, uh, washing their hands before to clean their hands, ritually clean their hands so their hands would not be impure anymore, and then they would eat their food. It says, for the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they carefully wash their hands, thus observing the traditions of, of the elders traditions of the elders you know this was not a law of moses this was not something that you'll find in the old testament but these were teachings of honored rabbis of the past but this was a teaching of man this wasn't something that they found in the bible it wasn't in the torah there was no mention of washing of your hands you know uh, this was something that they held to the traditions of men a man made rule and you know while man-made rules are good well some are good and to be held to they're not to be elevated to the place of doctrine or the place of 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 scripture the place of the bible it says and when they came from the marketplace they would not eat unless they cleansed themselves and there are many other things which they have received in order to observe, such as the washing of cups and the pitchers and copper pots. The Pharisees and the scribes asked him, why do your disciples not walk according, and here we go, to the traditions of the elders? Again, it's the traditions of the elders. But they eat their bread with impure hands. And he said to them, and he said to them rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you, hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. But in vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the precepts of men. And that's what Jesus was telling him. You know, you Pharisees, you scribes, you hold more to the traditions of men. You hold more to the traditions of the elders than to the word of God. Where do you find a, where do you find this in the Word of God? Where do you find this in the Bible? You don't. You know, it mentions how they held to, to such they observed such things like the washing of cups and pitchers and copper pots, and I was reminded what Jesus said to them, how they were like whitewashed sepulchres, how they were like whitewashed tombs uh, full of dead man's bones, that they washed the cup from the from the outside, but they don't take care of the inside. He told him if he would wash the cup from the inside, the the outside would be clean too. But he's saying these people honor me with their lips. They honor me with their with what they do, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the precepts of men, neglecting the commandment of God. Jesus tells them, "You hold to the tradition of men." And he's going to teach them uh, something here. He says that he was saying to them, you experts in setting aside the commandment of God. They were experts at setting aside the commandment of men of God to hold to the traditions of men. They were more interested in, in, in their rules and their regulations and observing rules and regulations than observing the word of God. He says, for Moses said, 
honor your father and your mother. And he who speaks evil of father or mother is to be put to death. So Jesus is reminding them of, of one of the Ten Commandments. He's reminding them of Scripture. This was Scripture. This was in the Torah. This was what God gave to Moses. Honor your mother and father. But, I, but, but, but you say, he says in the 11th verse, if a man says to his father or his mother, whatever I have that would help you is karban, that is to say, given to God, you no longer permit him to do anything for his mother and father. Thus, you invalidate the word of God by your tradition, which you have handed down, and you do many things such as that. Jesus is, 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 is exposing their hypocrisy. Now, the Bible tells us, honor your mother and father. And, and, and at that time, when uh, your mother and father would get old, and weren't able to take care of themselves, the son was to take care of the mother and father. The children were to take care of the mother and father. But there was a tradition among the the Jews at that time that if they was to say, well, I have this money, and I would have used it to help you, to support you in your old age, but it is korban. In other words, it's pledged to the temple. It's a gift that I'm giving to the temple. What I was going to use to help you, I'm giving it to God. And by swearing as a gift to the temple, what they would have used to take care of their mother and father, that money was exempt now from being used for the mother and father. They, could, they, 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 they hold on to that money, swearing it to be given to the temple. But usually what they would do is they would just keep the money for themselves. They would pledge it to the temple, but they would keep it for themselves. And Jesus is exposing this hypocrisy, this hypocrisy of the tradition of man, because this isn't in the Bible, this isn't a doctrine, this isn't a teaching of God, this isn't scripture, this is a tradition of man. Somebody came up with this, put it into practice, and that's what they were doing. They were saying, I can't help you because I pledged that money to the temple. I pledged that money to God. But then they would just keep it for themselves. So this was a practice that was going on at the time. And Jesus is exposing their hypocrisy, how they hold to the rules of man, but not to the doctrine, not to the teaching, not to the word of God. And we go on to the 14th verse. After he called the crowd to him again, he began saying to them, listen, listen to me, all of you, and understand there is nothing outside the man. Going back to the the, the impure hands thing, he's saying there's nothing outside the man which can defile him if it goes into him. But the things which proceed out of the man are what defile the man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. So Jesus is about Jesus is laying down a spiritual principle. That it's not what goes into a man that defiles him. It's not what goes into the man that, that, that makes him impure. It's what comes out of a man. It comes from what from for what is in a man's heart comes out through his actions. It says in the 17th verse, when he left the crowd and entered the house, his disciples questioned him about the parable. And he said to them, are you so lacking in understanding also? Do you not understand that whatever goes into the man from outside cannot defile him? He's talking about food. And we see uh, in Leviticus 11, we see uh, where God prohibits certain foods from being eaten. 
you know and the reason you know is for the reason why he prohibits these food is, is that's for another bible study that we should do sometime but it has nothing to do with defilement it has nothing to do with making a man impure he says because it doesn't not go into his heart but into his stomach and it is eliminated and it says here thus he declared all foods to be clean and whatever and and, what, and he was saying that which proceeds out of the man, and I want you to, to, to pay close attention here, that which proceeds out of the man, that is what defiles him. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed the evil thoughts, fornications, thefts, murders, adulteries, deeds of coveting and wickedness, as well as deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, Pride and foolishness, all these evil things proceed from within and defile the man. Jesus is saying these things, <coughs> these acts of sin, this, these acts of, of, of disobedience, these evil things, they don't start from the outside. They start on the inside. They don't start from the outside and go into a man. They start on the inside and come out. And I was reminded of James, uh, the first chapter and the 13th, Verse says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself does not tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. And when lust has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And when sin is accomplished, it brings forth death. He's saying that all these evil things start from within a man from within the heart, from within the mind. And I remember uh, an old, uh, somebody once shared with me that every sin is committed twice, once in the mind and then in practice. It starts inside and works its way outside. Nobody just sins, they think about it. They give it a place in their heart, they give it a place in their mind, and then it's committed. Every sin has its beginning inside and works its way out and jesus is making this perfectly clear he's giving a perfect example that it's not what goes into a man that makes him unclean it's not what goes into a man that makes him impure it what comes it's what comes out of the heart it what it's what comes from inside a person you know we all need to get serious about our thought life we all need to get serious about our desires and where we're tempted we all need to really take on the full armor of god you know the 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 hell i mentioned earlier the helmet of salvation the breastplate of righteousness the belt of truth the sad the the, the shoes of the gospel of jesus christ the shield of faith and the sword of the word of god <coughs> all these all these parts of the armor make us strong, makes us able to put off the fiery darts that are aimed at us every time we go out into the world. Every morning when we wake up, there's a target on your back because you're a Christian, because you're a child of God. You know, Eric talked about the, the enemy and the evil thoughts that come from, 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 from Satan. But we need to guard against these things. And it's not what goes into a man's body that makes him unclean. It's not what goes into a man's mind, heart, 
that makes him impure. It's what starts there and comes out. You know, being tempted is not a sin. It's giving in to the temptation that's a sin. Because James says, uh, when each one of us is tempted and carried away by our own lust, then lust has conceived and it gives birth. Don't let, don't let lust, whether, whether it's, it's a desire for, uh, from evil thoughts, fornication, thefts, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, all these things the enemy will use to try and entice you. All these things the enemy will try and place in your mind and in your heart. Don't give them a place. Don't give them a second thought. Don't give the enemy a place in your heart. Because it says when these things are conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is accomplished, again, when it is accomplished, it brings forth death. <coughs> I remind you of the words of Peter. Repent. Peter in the second chapter of Acts said, Repent! The message of the, of the, that Jesus said for, for, the, for the apostles, the, 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 the word that the apostles preached was repent. Repentance. John the Baptist told us to repent from our sins. The Bible tells us, repent and seek God. Turn to God. Will you turn to God tonight? Will you seek Him? Would you rededicate your life to God tonight? If you've fallen, if you've uh, failed, if you've gone back, from your relationship, if you've turned away, I implore you, turn back and just pray, Father, I come back to you tonight. I repent from my sins and I ask you to restore me into a true relationship with you where I would know you and who you are, to know your grace and your mercy, your power. Lord, I want to experience you every day and grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. I come home, Lord. I come back. I turn from my wicked ways and return to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. As you can hear the the music in the background, we're out of time for tonight. But we'll be back. Hopefully I'll be back next week. God bless you. And good night.